The following program is presented to you by the New York State School Boards Association. NISBA's President's Gavel Podcast is supported by the Harris Beach Educational Institution's team of attorneys. Harris Beach successfully represents more than 130 school districts and BOCES clients throughout New York State on matters involving school district operations, labor and employment matters, cybersecurity, and student issues. Learn more at www.harrisbeach.com. In this episode of The President's Gavel, we are talking about social media. Although this episode was recorded prior to the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, the best practices discussed in this episode are still relevant and timely. If you are concerned about how to utilize social media to share information and connect with your community, stay with us for the next 12 minutes as we dive into best practices for social media use now and in the future. Let's call this meeting to order. Well, hello everyone and welcome. We're glad that you could join us today. My name is Darcy Dercoli, Director of Leadership Development here at the New York State School Boards Association. I'm joined today by my two colleagues, Jamie McPherson, who is our Deputy Director here in the Leadership Development Department. Say hey, Jamie. Apple, thank you for having me today. Thank you, Jamie. And I'm also joined here today uh, by our Leadership Development Manager, Mark Snyder. Hey, Mark. Hi, Darcy. Happy to be here. Great. Excellent. How do you apply best practices in social media that will serve the district and not detract from the district? And at the end of the day, help support the success of your students in your school? This is a topic that comes up quite readily. And at the most basic question level, it's can school board members use social media? And the quick short answer to that is is yes. Yes, you can. But there's caveats that come along with it. And that's kind of what we're going to explore today. You know, we live in modern times and apps like Twitter and Facebook are really designed to bring us a whole lot closer. And working with school boards, there's a wide spectrum of users out there. There's some that choose individually not to engage in social media. Others decide that I'm only going to use it for personal reasons. And then there are those who decide, well, I'm going to delve into social media and utilize it within my capacity as a board member. And sometimes they're going to broadcast events that are happening within the district or board meetings. And there are those who use it maybe when they're running an election campaign or re-election. And they use it very appropriately. But you know, obviously on the flip side, there's those that maybe are a little bit misguided and, and don't truly understand that there are repercussions. You know, as, right. a, as an individual board member, really, you know, you got to keep in mind that, yes, you have a right within your freedom of speech to post these things. But you got to be cognizant of what some of those repercussions might be. What are some of those unintended consequences or maybe some of the missteps that we see out there with social media use? What, what gets our board members in trouble or what, what gives angst to our board members out there when they see somebody using social media that's probably not using it with the best intentions? Well, I think what we see uh, is uh, one of the problems that we run into is that there's very little governance or oversight related to social media. There are, there are really no laws or, or uh, regulations that really uh, focus on a school board member's social media use other than just the, 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 uh, the legalities related to confidential information and things that may come up in executive session. 
and so, as Jamie said, we do really have freedom of speech on social media, but that freedom of speech is not necessarily freedom from consequences. So it's important for board members to always remember the, uh, the permanence of posting, that anything that they put on social media, even if their settings are set to private uh, or if they're, they're doing something in a, in a small group chat, uh, you know, anything could be shared, anything could be saved. And we encounter board members uh, quite frequently who have posted things to social media uh, as a, an inside joke or as something that wasn't intended to be taken seriously, and yet it has caused them to be in some hot water. Uh, along the same lines, it's important for board members to remember that regardless of where they are or what they're doing, they always represent their district. You know, board members, for better or worse, can't really take off that board member hat. They're always seen as a board member. Right. Uh, and so anytime that they, uh, that they post something and it goes out to the public, uh, you know, for better or worse, it is always seen as being reflective of the district. And so it's important for board members to always uh, stay professional on social media, even on their personal pages. Uh, we also uh, see board members run into some trouble uh, when they, uh, they start commenting on matters that have not yet been decided uh, by the board. So we recommend that board members don't comment on any pending matters that are coming before the board. Save the comments till after the board has made that decision. Uh, and once the board has made the decision, it's important for board members to respect the decision of the board. And I, I think that's where we start running into issues of trust and breaking conflict on the board. Right. That goes back to the old adage of unity. We want to have a unified voice. We want to, you still have your First Amendment right to say that you may have disagreed with the vote, but we don't want to talk disparagingly about disparagingly about the Board of Education uh, exactly. or about the decision that we're making. Um, and we know that sometimes social media posts um, can really break trust among board members. And we all have heard those stories and we've all been part of that work out there where we're trying to repair trust amongst a board when one member may have gone out and spoken negatively about the district. And so, you know, to, to sort of give fairness and to try to shed some light a little bit more on why might that be happening? Maybe we can talk a little bit more about that. I know, Jamie, you had said, you know, you worked with one district where in the name of transparency, mm -hmm. this board member was going out there to make sure that everything that needed to be said was said on his or her social media site. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Absolutely, without divulging any confidentiality, <laughs> obviously. We've but more than one of those. Is that just one? <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, I've worked with more than one district where this has sort of surfaced, where you have an individual board member. Sometimes it is a couple of board members who believe for whatever reason that the district is not being transparent and forthcoming with their community. And so they use social media as a way to broadcast their thoughts, their opinions and perspectives on the matter. And really in the process, what they do is, is they're sowing the seeds of doubt. They're beginning to have the community look upon the district with mistrust, with this notion that the decisions that are being made on their behalf and on behalf of their students are being done behind you know, some type of closed door process, that they're not being transparent. And so this member will turn to social media and, and really utilize that platform in the name of transparency. And that's where we see 
a, a lot of things begin to break down in terms of the board's ability to function because now it's taken the focus off district business and the students and it's shifted upon themselves in terms of their issues and it can really break the cohesiveness of a team. I know social media can have lots of traps to it, but what are some of the benefits? Social media is a really powerful tool that we all know and recognize. And so how can our board members really utilize uh, social media in a very positive way? Um, I know that many board members use it to run their candidacy when mm -hmm. they're running for a seat for the first time or if they're running to be reelected. And it can be a, a great way to reach out to your com community members to let them know who you are, what you're about, what your issues are, what you stand for. Um, that's a real positive way to use social media. And I know you might have some other thoughts about that. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to jump in here and then I'll turn it over to Mark because, you know, <laughs> having served in the board, you know, he's, he's got a lot of experience within <laughs> this realm. But, you know, social media can definitely be used as a positive platform. You know, nowadays, most people have a social media account. If you as an individual decide you want to use it for board specific purposes, again, you know, we're giving you some suggestions of how to use it appropriately, but this is a great way to be really visible within your community in online fashion. And I'll, I'll throw a caveat out there as I'm talking about the positives, <laughs> meaning that, you know, sometimes people will post things that are criticisms against the district. You know, just be careful that, you know, as Mark pointed out, that you're not engaging in a back and forth that you're not jumping to the conclusion that what they're stating is the truth and then running with it, that you don't fall into that pitfall of believing that what they're stating is the entire voice of the community. But on the flip side of that, this is a great way to not only stay in touch with your community at large, but to help you keep a pulse on their thoughts, their perspectives, their ideas. It's a great way for individual board members to really celebrate the district in a very positive light. And Mark, I know you served in a board, so I'm going to let you kind of talk about what you've experienced and how you've used it maybe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we used to say we're going to fill the feed with positivity. We, we wanted <laughs> to brag about our school. There are so many wonderful things happening in our districts. And social media is the perfect platform on which to really expose those positivities. You know, in, in, a, in a world in which, you know, negativity sells papers and negativity, you know, makes it onto the news you know, more often than not, uh, you know, social media is an opportunity for board members to really uh, accentuate the positives and all the wonderful things that are happening in our districts with our students and our staff members. Uh, we, would, we would also be uh, using social media to announce upcoming events, uh, announce opportunities for community involvement. If we were uh, engaged in a, uh, in, a, in a survey, if we were trying to uh, take the pulse of the community for our next budget or for our code of conduct or w whatever initiative was coming down the pike, uh, you know, social media was a great way for us to get the word out that uh, the community has the opportunity to share their voice and have their voice heard by the district. I want to say thank you to Mark Schneider and thank you to Jamie McPherson for joining me in this conversation today. I know that you'll see them out there on the road. Maybe they're going to be working with your district coming up soon. So again, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. I am Darcy Dercoli, Director of Leadership Development, and this has been a production of the President's Gavel. And this meeting is now adjourned.